This is Lauren Farah, and you're listening to Notable Nashville. It's early morning The alarm clock is roaring The day is beckoning But I'd rather stay The sun is shining Down through the blinds and It casts its light on Your brother's face And I know this will have to end for the time can no longer be considered friend and the door is staring at us again but we can try again sometime Another morning The birds they are calling Offering up their warning Saying don't you fools know You can't spend your life And me, I am mourning, mourning and scorning the sun who dared to rise again. tune we got lauren farah in the house <laughs> how's it going thanks for joining Good. us on notable nashville yeah you not only have lauren farah you have lauren farah's cold in the house too oh well hopefully i don't catch that but <laughs> yeah, i'll catch the good vibes of the music so don't come too close <laughs> so um lauren what what age did like music become prominent for you what's what 
when did you start doing it Ooh, okay um well i got into music a little bit later i feel like than most people um i grew up in an uber christian home oh, okay yeah not even like sort of christian like christmas and easter and stuff like that but uh-huh. it was like it's wednesday we're going to church <laughs> now it's sunday and we're going to church oh, and every okay. other function we're going, we're going to, to church. church yeah was was it catholic or just uh no Baptist? it was it was actually i shit you not i went to a mega church a mega church yeah right. kind of like cross point that's what i go to oh okay i'm yeah. not familiar with that oh, okay um but it was massive just probably like six thousand people that fit in there and it, it was crazy and Anyway, so my mom um, didn't let me listen to a whole lot of music. I uh-huh. remember, like, I bought um, this. Uh, it was a Led Zeppelin T-shirt um, behind her back, and I snuck it in, and I was trying to wear it to school, and she was like, where did you get that? You take it back. <laughs> devil music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, um, it was when I was probably, like, 16, and I moved out here, or rather 14, and I moved out here to Nashville. Okay. Um and started living with my dad and he's a real like big classic rock guy oh gotcha that's when the doors kind of flew open for me all right so you did you kind of um you know stray away from the christianity or did did you pick up anything from that or i don't i don't know i don't know i don't want to get into your you know beliefs and stuff but right um but Um, i don't know if you took anything from that upbringing you know like having it um sort of forced on me kind of left a bad taste in my mouth i got you i have no ill will toward anybody in whatever they believe Uh because i feel it's kind of an unalienable right as a human being right you know if you want to believe in jesus or the flying spaghetti monster or whatever you want to (laughs) do so long as it doesn't hurt me or anybody else i'm cool with it you know that's a good that's a good point of view but yeah okay um well, where where did you grow up? Did you uh, you said you were with your mom and then you went with your dad? What mm-hmm. part of what part of the country was that? Um, I've been going back and forth between um, Phoenix and Nashville for pretty much my whole life. Okay. Yeah. So Phoenix is hot. It's. I've got some family over there. Gosh, have you been there? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It is crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> like it's like being in a frying pan. There's yeah. really no reason that people should live there at all. Yeah. <laughs> I love the weather right now though. Night we're getting into fall. It's yeah. you know, it's hot today, but you know, it's good. Um so what's the biggest like obstacle that you've come between yourself and the music that you create? Mm. Um, is it people's point of view or, you know? No, I I feel like people have been really nice and supportive. Uh Uh, It's really just getting out of my own way, I feel like, especially in writing, because I'll um, sit down um, and sometimes like I I can't even start because, or if I get a little bit of a lead, I'll be like, oh, I don't know if this is good enough. I have this like um, issues with being good enough, you know, and I'm, I'm sure they're at the end of the day, they're fine or great or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, just kind of getting out of my own head, you know? Okay. Do you write a lot of your own material or all of it? All of it. All of it. Mm -hmm. That's admirable. I always like people who (laughs) write their own stuff. So do you do any like co-writes or anything or is it all pretty much you and a guitar? Yeah. um, I actually didn't start doing co-writes until a few months ago. I've got uh, a buddy, Jim Riley, that I've written with um, and we've made some great stuff together. And then 
who else have I written with? Um, another buddy of mine, Andrew Leahy, who okay. is an absolutely fabulous um, musician and songwriter as well. Cool. Um, so yeah, and a lot of times it's just been like, well, I've got this trunk and I have no idea what to do with it. <laughs> so um, it's like, you know, what, what like help me? How do yeah. I finish this? And uh-huh. then I think just by virtue of having someone there making me do it and working on it with me, they That's get done, nice. yeah. you know? <laughs> well, cool. Um, where does most of your, you know, songwriting come from? Is it life experience or yeah. life experiences? Yeah, definitely. Um, what about love? Everybody writes about love. Everybody writes about <laughs> love. Uh, or lack thereof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot. I feel like, um, a lot of my songs, um, if I say you, they end up kind of still being about me anyway in okay. certain facets, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people do that too when they're writing, uh, say maybe even a Facebook status like you, but they're really meaning yeah. themselves. You know, and it's not like... Uh, I don't know. I just can't say I all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I get that. I get that. Um, Well, let's talk about your album, uh, Champion of the Bad Luck Blues. Yeah. When did you release that? Um, That was, well, we recorded it in November of last year. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Almost a year. That's a year old. Wow. That's crazy. Time (laughs) is flying by. Good Lord. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. that was a year ago that we recorded it. We released it some months afterward. Um, and yeah, it's been... You like how it turned out? Yeah. I mean, I think that with everything that you do, you learn what you don't want to do next time and how you can make it better. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So um, this, um, we're actually going to record again uh, this winter. Okay. And... Uh, we're going to take our sweet, sweet time on Perfect it. Perfect it. Yeah, sweet oh, yeah. time. And um, just putting together like five really solid songs with uh, maybe some help um, from other uh, people in the neighborhood and stuff All right. like that. So you recorded it in Nashville? Yeah. Okay. The champion was, that was at... Um, a studio called Fry Pharmacy Recording. Right. And if you don't know about it, I would look it up. It's really, yeah. really cool. I've never heard of it. It's like, it's an old hickory, and it's it feels like part museum, part recording studio, because it's all analog. Scott McEwen is the guy that um, uh, is one of the owners there, and he's also the engineer. Okay. And um, he just has old ampexes everywhere the building is super cool they he has an actual like plate reverb it's like oh awesome an eight foot long box with steel inside of it wow it was like reverb before you could make it in yeah. a computer you know what i, I remember mean? that at rca uh, studio b i used to record there when i went to belmont nice they, they kind of had that sort of chamber and everything yeah yeah it's really that's cool, cool. so y- are you going to record the same place or somewhere somewhere new you know, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of shopping around right now. I've been talking to a few different people about it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I haven't I haven't found my home yet. To be determined. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to go ahead and listen to a song off of that album, uh, Champion album. Uh, what's your favorite song or what's what do you think people would want to hear if you just got one song? Hmm. Well, we just uh, participated in Music City Mayhem. And um, we did really, really well with that. We made it to the final five. And the one that Lightning was spinning all the time was um, Maybe a Beat. Maybe a Beat. And, yeah, Tim George, my guitar player, just has a ripping, like, riff in it. And I love it. And he loves it. And everybody loves it. All right. (laughs) I'll be on the lookout for that. Let's let's give it a listen. (laughs) 
Maybe a beat. You maybe heard that on Lightning 100 <laughs> in the music mayhem. Uh, but yeah, man, that was an awesome riff in the in the middle of the song. <laughs> what was his name again? The guitar player. Good old Tim George. Tr- Tim George. Tim George. All right. So, what's touring like with you? Do you uh, tour around the country a lot, or you do play play a lot of shows in Nashville? Or yeah, we've been hitting Nashville really, really hard. Um, uh, over the last month, we've kind of chilled to regroup and work on some new tunes. Um, but yeah, I actually just got a booking agent and that's really cool. Sweet. So I'm getting stuff. Um, we're doing Birmingham, Asheville, Florida, just kind of right now. It's just kind of cherry picked all over the place, okay. but I'm excited about it. Awesome. Where's the booking agent from? Is it a company like yeah, um, WME or He's CAA? actually out of Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals? Yeah, it, it's weird. Like I'm in Nashville, and you would think that I would find somebody. From... <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> he's cool. Like that... working with me out there. No, it's great. Yeah, and he's like, he, I, I call him um, Charlie from Charlie's Angels. That might be oh. over mm-hmm. anybody's <laughs> head. Um, but yeah, where he's like phoning in Charlie's yeah. Angels. I've never met him before <laughs> in my life, and he's getting me gigs, and he's like, "Can you do this date?" And I'm like, "Charlie, yeah." <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That is cool. So what's what's the best story on the road that you have? Like what happened? Oh, it man. was crazy. I mean, I've I've got a lot of intense stories from when I went hitchhiking. Oh uh, yeah? <laughs> Did anybody pick you up? Uh yeah, that oh. was the point of it. <laughs> I was younger. I'm still pretty young. I was younger and um, stupid, and uh, I was reading a lot of Jack Kerouac and kind of wanted my own, like, American adventure. Uh Um, So I actually hitchhiked up California and back down again, and there's, like, there's so many stories from that experience, but if you want a really crazy one... Yeah, the craziest. Okay. Um, Well, everyone that picked us up was very, very, very nice. I went with my buddy. Okay. Um, So it wasn't, you know, too... Mm-hmm. too unsafe um and i remember one night 
we were in Seaside, California, and there's an old railroad line that was not in use anymore, and it was very dark, and um, we were tired, obviously, because mm-hmm. we just hitchhiked all the way out from California, <laughs> didn't need very much, you know, surviving off of whatever we could find, uh-huh. and um, so we settled down for the night, we got our sleeping bags out, we're all tucked in, and we wake up in the morning, the sun is shining, I wake up, and I look across from me, and there's literally like a white cross, just like across the railroad tracks marking where like somebody had died oh man and then i look to my right and there's like a busted crack pipe and, <laughs> oh um, my gosh yeah uh, after that i was like what what sort of life am i living right now <laughs> like is this an adventure or am i in trouble that's cool though. <laughs> <laughs> so no, nobody that picked you up was uh, crazy or anything or no weird no yeah no. it was always um it was always the people that were worried about those people that okay. picked us up yeah it probably helps being a, an attractive woman though yeah. well thank you <laughs> um no at the time i looked crazy i had like really short curly hair and oh, okay. big big glasses i mean so i would maybe like a solid like seven you know or six and a <laughs> half but nothing like not not a nine yeah a no oh, okay. so it was out of the goodness of their hearts plus well, i was good. dirty from hitchhiking oh, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it gross so <laughs> yeah it um people were um really really sweet i remember this one guy um we uh got in the back of his car and we had a dog with us as well and we were all super dirty from just like being on the road or maybe we were on the beach i think that's what it was Mm -hmm. and then he picked us up and then the whole back seat was just covered in like mud and dirt oh no and I felt so bad, but he was so happy that he was like giving us a ride wow. and just did not care at the all. The goodness of people's hearts. You yeah. Know, there are good people out there. I think there's, for as cynical as I like to pretend to be because mm-hmm. it's fun, mm-hmm. um, I I think there are more good than bad. I do know? too. I'd like to believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that guitar is really cool. You can check it out on Instagram. I took a picture of it. <laughs> um, but would you want to play another song for us? Uh, maybe a cover song? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, definitely. All right. This is a little Hank Williams tune. So lonesome, I could cry. Hear that lonesome whisper well. It sounds too blue to fly That midnight train is winding low I'm so lonesome I could cry I've never seen a night so long when time goes crawling by The moon just went behind the cloud To hide its face and cry Did you ever see a robin wait? When leaves begin to die That means he's lost the will to 
Sweet little Hank Williams throwing it back. Oh, <laughs> and the cold, you can't even tell you have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what shows you got coming up in Nashville? Uh, I have a very, very fun one that I'm excited about that is happening on uh, October 8th. October 8th, okay. Uh-huh. It's a cover fest that um, Terry from the Five Spot is throwing, but I think it's actually going to be at the Basement East. And. Um, I am going to play a bunch of Fleetwood Mac songs. Oh, sweet. And I'm very excited about that. That'll be that. cool. Yeah. I've never been to the basement East. I need to head out there. What? I You're know. insane. I know. You are absolutely I've gotta insane. I've got to get out there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been hosting the show. Just, you know, too busy. Just slaving away <laughs> behind that microphone. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, definitely... Make it out to that October 8th. October 8th, October 8th. The Basement East. I get to play Fleetwood Mac, and I think um, there's a bunch of people playing. I know that the artists that they're covering, um, Alan Thompson's going to do the Eagles, which is going to be really great. Nice. Um, I think Wells Colonia has just signed on. I don't remember exactly. Maybe they're doing Bob Dylan. I don't know. We'll okay. figure it out. All right. We'll make it out and just, just see it. See man. a surprise. Yeah. Just, just go. <laughs> Anything else, or is that the only one coming up soon? Um, there is. I don't have my list in front of me, and I feel like a lot of them are going to be out of town anyway. So, uh, okay. sorry, Nashville. Well, <laughs> make it out to see Lauren Fair if you're in town or if you're out of town listening. You know, I don't think we have any listeners from outside of Nashville, but you never know. Someday. You never know. Someday. So, uh, but thanks so much for joining us. I had a good time. Yeah, me too, Thanks man. for listening to Notable Nashville. Thanks for listening to Notable Nashville Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Notable underscore Nash, like us on Facebook, and keep up with in-studio pictures on Instagram. Special thanks to Ken Fritz of General Joystick for writing our theme song. A big thanks to Lauren Fair for making a stop here this week. If you're an artist inquiring about joining us on the show, please visit NotableNashville.com. Content of Notable Nashville, produced by Jordan Johansson and Gary Brannigan.